Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Thriving Adoptees podcast. So today I've got uh, a treat for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we've got another one in, uh, uh, another fantastic coach. So we're doing a bit of a coach series at the moment. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm bringing in people from the, uh, the the world outside adoption to look in and explore some adoption stuff from a kind of like a, a, a coaching a coaching perspective. So today, delighted to be joined by a fellow uh, Yorkshireman, uh, Peter. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, and, and it's a real joy to be here. It's um, yeah, fantastic. Thank you for inviting me, and I I look forward to talking with you, Simon. Cool. So um, one of the one of the things that I saw the uh, the other week was around um, beliefs. Right. So I, I, I believed a few years ago, right, I believed I was primarily wounded. I, I believed I was primarily wounded. So I believed that this this theory as set out by Nancy Barrio. It's quite a, a well-known works in the um, in the adoption space. It's been around a book. It's been around three, uh, 30 years. Okay. And there's this idea that there's a there's this, the separation between a child and his or her, her mother results in a you know like a, a a primal wound so this there's this isolation this detachment there's this deep uh, trauma that side and, and and I thought well it, it struck me the other week that this is this is really this is a this is a belief I believe that right and you know in in the in the world of in the coaching world in the world of psychology and personal development, self-development, all these, these sorts of words. We talk about, we talk about beliefs um, and we talk about limiting beliefs and we talk about us becoming kind of um, these imprisoning us to a certain degree. You know, we're, we're held back by these limiting beliefs. Hmm. Um, and I thought that was an interesting jumping off point to look at adoption trauma um what yeah. do you make of that yeah i mean i for, for me simon a, a belief is a is a thought but it's a very sticky thought it's a very a sort of reinforced thought it, it's it's an habitual thought it's something that we've thought a lot of times and and and, and we as human beings it seems to me tend to think in an habitual way, often without realising it, often without knowing it. And, and, and to kind of release it, it needs to be bring into the, the conscious awareness. And when we can see it for what it is, when we can bring it into conscious awareness, then we kind of, we're then getting into the realms of, of having a choice around you know, rather than it just sneaking under the radar as being the way we think, when we can see it for what it is, that it's 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 thought, then yeah, we're 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 then into the realms of how much that thought serves us, you know, how much that thought does for us. And then we're we're into the possibility of 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 seeing that 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 it's not truth that that it's yeah it, it's it, it, it's not truth it, it's just a thought that looks real to us yeah something that occurred to me last week um, is this word mindset right we use this word mind mindset. Um, we, we don't separate out. We don't separate out as mindset. We just call we just call it mindset. And you know, mindset's everything. And mindset's the reason that we're not achieving what we want in life. Uh, mindset is the panacea for all world. You know, um, if, for, for everything that's going wrong. You know, if I can just change my mindset, then I'm going to be okay. Um, I'm going to be okay in my in, in my my uh, my personal life. I'm going to be okay in my business life. And it it, it but it, it's mindset right and I went on I thought the word set popped into my head when you said the word sticky 
like a sticky thought. Sticky and set seem to be quite similarish kind of things mm. to me, quite similar conditions of a material. You know, so you think, well, my life, uh, I, I'm in, um, uh, you know, like it, 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 we, we talk about, you know, it, it's like wading through treacle, you know, and that's the stickiness. Mm. Um, or, you know, we would be wading through concrete that is, it, it, it is on its way to setting. You know, we, <laughs> we've got, we've got, um, uh, we've got quick, quick, quick set concrete which, you know, we better not wade into that stuff because it's going to set and we're going to be in there, you know, in our, in our wellies or in the whatever, and we're going to be absolutely. So sticky and, 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 and set. And I thought, well, wouldn't, wouldn't a better be option be, I don't want to be mind set. I don't want to, I don't want to set mind. I don't want my mind to be set on things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather be mind fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I went on to go daddy, right? To, to, yes. to see how much mindfluid.com would be to buy, just in case, you know, right? Um, <laughs> and it's three and a half grand. Right. <laughs> so I didn't buy it, right? I, I didn't buy it. And then I thought, well, what if there's a little hyphen between it? Mind-set.com. And that was, I think that was 17, that was 17 quid, 17 pounds. So I thought, well, maybe I would kind of go for that one as a kind of a... a, a um, um, uh, in case I ever came up with an idea that was uh, around uh, uh, mindset, so it, it it it's it is sticky, you know. Mm-hmm. Our beliefs are sticky, mm-hmm. and um, you also talked about uh, them being habitual, um, and you you also mentioned that we're uh, we're often not aware of them. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what what have you what have you seen? Um, you talked about bringing them into the light of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it that it kind of it kind of almost seems too easy for me mm-hmm. with this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Like I've had those, I've had those, I've had those insights. I've had those breakthrough moments. I've had those light bulb moments, epiphanies, epiphanets, whatever you call them, uh, a new insight. I've seen it something differently. Yeah. But um, what have you seen about the nature of 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 that um, of that the impact of bringing this stuff into the light? Yeah, I, I mean, what we're talking about is the nature of thought, Simon. And, and, and we tend to, so, you know, counselling, for example, therapy, for example, tends to get stuck in the content of thought. And, and, and when we have a better understanding about how the mind works, then often that's all we actually need to see, that any thought is available to us. All we have to do is notice and, and, and I guess it's part of that journey is seeing that our experience of life is created through thought, not through circumstances. So you were talking about the trauma of children in, in, in early life who've gone through traumatic situations. And this has to be done very sensitively. But... But when people can see in a sensitive way that moment by moment we're creating our experience of life, whatever trauma we've experienced in childhood or or, or in any time of life, it seems to me that we can only actually experience it when we're thinking about it. Um, oh, but if the, 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 there's alarm bells ringing off all, uh, everywhere, if I if I'm going to put myself in the um, in the in, in, in the the mind of a listener, listen to this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm totally with you, but I'm thinking the alarm bells are ringing. So w- what we're actually saying, what so what you're saying, Peter, is you know, like w- we're creating this, so it's our fault. Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh God, no, no, not at all, Simon, and, and that's why. It's, it's a very difficult subject to talk about because okay. it, 
it has to be talked about in a very sensitive kind of way. So, so we are not saying that whatsoever. We're, we're, what we're saying is that that anything in life happens. So a circumstance happens, but we experience it through our thinking. But there's no, what what really helps and what we're looking at doing is is helping people you know we're we're, we're absolutely not about saying this is your fault or if you change something you blah 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 blah. this is around really we, we help people by listening to people by really understanding people by really connecting with people and then from that space, we can gently help them see that, that that any thought is available to us. And and whilst we're stuck in a thought pattern, then it's very difficult to to move on from that thought pattern. But when we can see that that actually a higher a higher quality of thought is available, but without judgment for not easily being able to find that higher quality of thought, because that higher quality of thought is really, or can be really difficult to find. So we're talking about being able to move on through from past experience by finding a different, a different, way to see it i guess simon is that is, is is that making sense i you know i, I absolutely recognize it's a really sensitive subject sensitive. to talk about uh, and in, in something like this it you know when you're sitting with someone and talking to someone who's experienced trauma it's much easier to um to to, to talk about it from a a connected a human to human point of view rather than me sitting here on a podcast saying oh well if you do this you'll be okay if you do that it'll be okay no it's it comes from a place of of connection of listening of being heard and from that space we can start to see see things see things differently And, and 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 that is the only way in which we will we will be able to move past yeah um be able to experience life in a nicer way if, if you like not needing to be trapped by what's happened in the past is it, it, it's it is how i would put it um is that is that yeah it does I, I think this this is a it's a delight. It's a delightful way of uh, seeing it, and it's and, and it's uh, a release, and and, it, yeah. and there's a gentleness and there's a compassion here. Yeah. And I guess what we're really talking about here is, uh, you know, as as you know, like as as adults, you and me, we're talking about this from. Um, we're not really. We're having a conversation about. Um, Perhaps some trauma that's been uh, be, being relived now, but it it it, it, it's, it stems from early childhood stuff. We're we're not we're we're definitely not saying that this sort of conversation is the conversation that we're going to have with a six year old kid. Definitely not. No. We're, we're, no. we're talking. No. We're looking at here. We're we're, we're looking at um, uh, you know a, a, a an episode that's perhaps more relevant to adult adoptees than ad- adopted parents if we, we're talking about this in the in the sense that we'll talk we're going to talk I've, about today I've, I've, absolutely and the first the first point of all this it seems to me simon is about being heard it, it's about it, we're talking about creating a space where someone who's gone through trauma can be heard and 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 that's the first 
that's the first point and 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 needs to be ready to to move forward in some kind of way whatever that looks like um and and they are because they're listening they've got this far into the podcast so they're listening and yeah and i started this conversation by saying that i felt this i i i i felt I felt wounded. Now, yeah. there's degrees of wounds, aren't there? Clearly, there's degrees of wounds. So, if we are in um, uh, ER in 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 the states, so did you ever, you ever used to watch that with uh, the program set in Chicago? I, I, ER, I've heard of it, but I've not yeah. I've not seen it. <laughs> so, uh, ER is emergency room. Um, uh, you know, if you're listening in the UK, and 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 uh, accident A uh, and E. Is is the equivalent uh, here in the in the UK? So people go into A and E with all sorts of um, uh, all, all sorts of wounds, all sorts of different things. So you know you, you can be there's degrees there's degrees of of, of wound there's degrees of cut. Now my own primal wound felt very. Um, well, it it didn't feel like it was life or death. Uh, and looking back on, so I had it easy compared to, and, and, and looking at some of the the wounds that are evident amongst the adult adoptees, uh, especially on on. On, on Facebook, their, their wounds seem to be um, more severe. They seem to be um, they seem to be deeper. And so, I guess for, for the, the the sense I'm getting from this is that because I felt wounded, but not like it was life or death. Um, I'm and I'm aware that other people' wounds are are, are deeper and more severe. I don't want to minimize anybody's wounds. It, 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 it's, it, it, you know, it's it's one of those. Is it, it is it a wound that we're just going to put a stick, you know, a, a, a band aid, a, a plaster on it, or are we going to need, you know, thirty stitches? Yeah, there's yeah. there's different there's there's that that uh, that emotional wound that we're talking about here that. That um, comes in different severity. It, it, it does absolutely, and, and but the secret is always, and, and again, I don't want to minimise this, but the secret is always around finding a different level of consciousness, around being able to see ourselves and life as a more loving experience. And, and 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 I I realise to say that to someone who's experienced a traumatic childhood, who am I to say that? Almost, but I know, I know that the secret is to be able to find to find a different way of seeing the world, and and and. That's about that's about insight. That's about seeing that there's something beyond how we identify. That we are all part of this incredible universe that that's that's that is love. That's that's ever changing, that nothing ever stands still, that wherever we are, there is always a way forward. And we need to, the secret is finding that, that new thought, that new thinking, be it being able to find compassion 
for example, for our perpetrators. And again, very different, not a conversation you'd be having probably with a six-year-old kid, but that is that is where release is going to ultimately come from. And it's how we find, it's how we find that. And, and, and for me, the secret there, Simon, is about seeing that we all run our lives from our thought-created reality. And I, I, I don't have trauma to deal with from childhood, but certainly what's helped me is seeing that my parents were doing the best. Yeah, the best they could with the thinking that they had and they brought things forward from their childhood blah 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 um, as it happens my dad was adopted actually and never told me I found that a different way but that's that's probably a different story um, but, but that's when we can somehow find compassion from anger then that's what that's what changes the game yeah um, and, and as as you were saying that well I thought wow about your dad I thought I, I, I thought about some stuff that you talked to me shared with me last time and um about some stuff that had gone on for you as a you know when you're in your teens um not, not trauma but other stuff that and, um, but I think the the biggest thing that came for me is the word you, you used the word find, yeah. Um, and I think we're all kind of like not all, but we're we're um, quite active, aren't we? You know, we're we're looking to find it. You know. To find it, and 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 it quite almost it's it, it, this is about being empowered. Okay, I'm going to find this, um, and and I, and I think sometimes when we're seeking that hard, I think myself when I'm seeking that hard, isn't when I find it stuff. So it's no. like you know waiting. It's like waiting for the the kettle to boil, isn't it? The people say you know boil, you know. Uh, a watch cat, kettle never boils so there's a there's a kind of like a, a, a grabbing onto this I've got to find something here and and the story that popped into my head as you were talking was um, um, not finding right so what's the opposite and, and I, I'm have you, I'm sure you, you've come across Wayne Dyer at some point in your little uh, Do you know, Simon, I was thinking about Wayne Dyer. That is that is incredible. Um, I, I was thinking about the story with his, him and his father. I don't know if that's what you're about to say. but Exactly. So you, yeah. you share it then. You, you, you go for it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, you may say it more eloquently than me, but, I, but you know, my, my memory is that Wayne Dyer found forgiveness for his father was it just before or just after he died i, I remember him being at his okay. grave um yeah. feeling forgiveness um, so feeling compassion so the yeah yes spot on and and the turnaround on this is he didn't go to the grave to find forgiveness he went on the grave to pee on it yeah right went on the grave to pee on it and he went there and he stood there and, and there's a long story about a series of circumstances and he ranted at his father uh, for two hours. He never actually peed on, on, on the grave, but something came to him. Yeah. And that something was forgiveness. He wasn't looking for it. He wasn't seeking forgiveness. He was seeking Whatever the opposite, he, he revenge, was seeking, revenge, revenge, seeking revenge. He was seeking. He, he was letting everything out. So he was, and and he found he had the forgiveness when he wasn't looking for it. And 
you know that so uh, the thing that's that's popping into my head is is you know uh, the most perhaps the most meaningful week of of my life started by the one of, uh, the guy who was leading the course saying um this week is going to uh, we're looking for a distinct lack of effort this week right because when we're efforting stuff when we're fighting stuff when we're fight seeking stuff then we don't we don't find it the 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 art of seeking actually reinforces the lostness that we feel Absolutely. And I think tying in with that, Simon, is that any change starts from acceptance. That we we use up so much wisdom fighting acceptance that when we can accept, then we open wisdom up to help us in a much much more resourceful way and 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 i think tied in with that we're, so we're talking about forgiveness and compassion and i hear this you know i've been had terrible things happen to me as a child how can i forgive how can i show compassion well the thing to see is it's for us not for them and, and we can never move forward until there's a degree of acceptance yeah and and from acceptance i think it comes it comes an insight that that we're going to hold that trauma inside us until we can find a higher level of thinking which is around compassion which is around moving towards forgiveness now this is a this is a journey um can i go back to wayne dyer again yeah please do simon yeah because what piggybacking on what you just said then i'm thinking that wayne dyer stood on that grave he'd expended all his energy vented all his energy and his frustration his fury and his venom all that sort of stuff towards his um towards his dad um and when he was spent that's when acceptance came to him he didn't think oh i'm going to look for acceptance it came to him because he was all gone he was gone and and i i guess the the, the other thing that we've which i've forgotten to say <laughs> is that the reason that uh, wayne dyer was so angry about his dad was 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 uh, due to his his dad having left him and his his mum and his and his siblings to uh, to fend for themselves he he'd, he'd abandoned them so there there is yeah this is an adoption but we're talking about anger yeah. to other yeah yeah absolutely. Um, so yeah, he he wasn't looking for he wasn't looking for acceptance. He, he was just he was just uh, uh, he he was uh, you know probably emotionally drained, and then the acceptance occurred to him. And the other thing is is what happened is the really important thing is what happened for him after that. Absolutely. He 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 he, he says that his life took off after that so unburdened um yeah no longer burdened by his anger towards his, his venom and his fury towards his father uh, his his shoulders lifted and and he went in he went into the world he, he you know he, he said things took off from from that point because he was no longer burdened by the past absolutely and and that's the formless affecting the form if you like that that's i i met wayne dyer i had the, oh, had wow. the privilege of, of meeting him i went to see him speak in new york and and i actually the stories i went to see him speak in washington dc i was so impacted i read the power of intention was so impacted by it gotta see this guy so i went to see him he, he had sciatica so he couldn't 
turn up. So I, I thought, never mind, I'm going to come back another time. So I then saw him in New York and I had a brief conversation with him. And, and what just stuck you was a, a, a level of peace that I'd never experienced before. Um, he just held a, a level of peace, an incredible level of peace, which, as you quite rightly said, I, I love what you said. I love everything about what you said there, Simon. Um, he couldn't possibly have found that level of peace whilst he was still harbouring anger um, and, 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 and lots of negative feelings. But absolutely right that he didn't go looking for it. Um, it found him. And, 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 and I think that's right. I, and it's about, it's, I think the starting point is, is just seeing that, that there's something else, that there's, there's something else that's possible. And that probably does mean going through it. You know, that's what I meant by, by being listened to, being heard, telling, telling your story, if you like. But then seeing beyond, being able to go beyond the story, being able to, this is, this is, this is it. This is, this is what happened. This is what created these feelings, which are, which are awful. Um, and then from that space, we can find something new. We can find wisdom. We can find something to guide us in a different way, Simon. And, and can I also say that I, I've, I've thought a lot about the people in Ukraine, you know, and, and, and what's happening there at the moment. And, and, and I can only think that, again, around acceptance, is around seeing that this is our journey in life. And we all have completely different journeys in life. And it's, it's seen. That's my journey. That's my journey. Um, yeah. And there's a real peace in, 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 in that, it seems to me. Um, possibly the opposite of that is comparatitis with other people. Um, but I'm not sure that's complete opposite. But, um, but there's, there's something there about it's, it's your journey. Some people are going to live long lives. Some people are going to live short lives. Some people are going to live this life. Some people are going to live that life and and, and 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 that's an acceptance of what is yeah well there's so much in there i'm not quite sure where to go next um i think i've just go back to okay i, I, I go back a, a step on something that occurred to me and mm. um, so i found wayne dyer later you know like the stuff the first stuff i started listening to wayne dyer was far more peaceful but the stuff I, I then went back to the start and I read one of his first books and I found it very yeah uh, very psychological mm. um very empowered very like it's it's kind of it's your fault stuff and and, and 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 so something must you know whether it was whether it was this thing with his dad or not, but he 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 went at this stuff when he first started in the sixties. He went at it like hammer and tongue, like a really like a machine. Mm. And then, but his stuff at the end of his life was, and and you know how he was at, towards the end of his life, as expressed by you, this peaceful guy. There's something, there's something big there as a, as a, as a, as a, for me as a kind of a, a, a shift that happened in him, that, that, that happened in, that happened in me, I think, and maybe that happened in you, you go from this kind of like empowerment, to acceptance it's kind of like like, like yeah for sure no um the other stuff in terms of the ukraine stuff the thing that popped into my head was um how how long 
well, let, let's not go into the politics of it. I'll, I'll skip the politics. Um, have you heard of uh, uh, a Holocaust survivor called Edith Eger? Eger, Eger, E-G-E-R, have you heard of her? I, I, I've heard the name, but I know nothing about it. I've read Man's, Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah, so her, her, her book is, well, her story is similar to Victor Frankl's story. The book's a lot longer. Um, for me, the thing that stood out, I've just finished it a couple of months ago. The thing that stood out for me was she suffered more after, emotionally, she suffered more after the Holocaust than during it. She, so, sorry, she suffered more after the prison camp than she did in the concentration camp. I, that that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I, f for me, that that illustrates the difference between presence and thinking, Simon. Uh, uh, and going back to what we're talking about, when we're in the thick of things, we're present to we will do what occurs to us. We do what we need to do. We, but when we're caught up in thinking, which generally happens afterwards, or can happen before as well. So. If, if we've got warning that something's going to happen, something terrible is going to happen, then we experience it in a very different way to if it just happens, bang, done. And then we tend to walk away and then we get caught up in thought. We tend to, <laughs> God, you know, what if we get caught up in a pile of what ifs and, 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 and it's that thinking that, that yeah. is the issue rather than the, what happens in a moment. Ukraine, we have no idea how we would react if we were in the shoes of a Ukrainian um, in a bad situation at the moment. Um, we've no idea. Um, but what I do know, Simon, is that experience tells me and having worked with a lot of people tells me as human beings, we are fantastic with dealing what's present, what's happening in the moment. We, we are resourceful. We, we are connected to spirit, spirit guides in the moment. But what we're hopeless at doing is dealing with the past and dealing with the future. Because yeah. um, it, it doesn't exist in anything but thought. Indeed. Now, um, now there's something about trauma. I, 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 you know, I, 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 before, if you'd have talked to me two, three, four, five years ago, I would have said, well, trauma doesn't exist in anything but thought. Um, I'm open to being persuaded that there's something that it exists in our body somehow, but I'm still a little bit, well, cut a body open and show me where trauma is in, in, in the body. Um, I'm a little bit that, you know, I'd say I'm open to be persuaded differently, but I'm, it, it, it seems to me that we're only experiencing trauma when we're thinking about trauma. Now that may be consciously, maybe subconsciously, but um... yeah. Well, um, the, the um... oh, that that was uh, beautiful uh, and eloquent, wasn't it? Well, um, uh, mm, mm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the one of the Sandler works in this area is, is called the body. Body. It, it's called the body keeps the score. Um, so I, I, I don't, it's kind of beyond my pay grade. I, I look for simplicity here and the simplicity often, my simplicity often sounds like uh, denial to, to some people who are, um, who, who, who are wed who are stuck in, in this stuck in this trauma yeah uh, and it would do if I was and yeah. it, it it did do when I was too right so I'm not I'm not uh, um, as far as I can tell if we were to look at the primal wound so I'm 55 uh, I was adopted 55 years ago 
if you say, well, that that trauma was uh, that that trauma is a historic past event. My mood uh, and, and my level of security and my level of love for myself, my fellow human beings, has been up and down a lot in those 55 years. I would say, well, how can a fixed uh, event be responsible for a variable experience? I would. Yeah. I gave up maths. At, at, uh, I gave up maths when I was sixteen. I didn't do maths any further on. But even I know from that that you know, like if we looked at it as an equation, a, a fixed input like this event of being cannot cause a variable experience. Yeah. So there's something else causing it. It, it it can't be the it, it can't be the uh, it can't be the event, and in your words, it's thought, um, uh, and you've also used the you know the kind of I think you've used the word level of consciousness as well at some point during the conversation. I, I believe that our level of consciousness. Uh, or. It's just a posh way of, of saying thought. Mm. I believe that that I'm, I'm, I think we're as one on that. That it, that's what's causing our experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're reliving uh, the uh, past. Uh, we're reliving the past. Yeah, but we don't relive it all the time. And there's the hope, right? There's the hope. Because I'm, I'm not traumatized when I'm not thinking about it. So. It's something about my thinking. And what we're not saying is, as Wayne Dyer would have said, I think he's, um, I think one of his early books was Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life, wasn't it? Somebody's written this book, Change Your Thinking. So this is this is this empowered, um, uh, empowered uh, Butch, Simon or Peter going out and we're gonna go out and we're gonna change our thinking. We're going to go into our heads and we're going to change our thinking and we're going to make everything's going to be all right. If only we can change our thinking. And we've already said that that's not how it works. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it's it, it, for me, Simon, it, it, it's the relationship between the spiritual and the psychological. It, it, it's. We have some control, it seems to me, over where our thinking goes, but but we certainly don't have the ultimate control over that. Um, it, it thought pops into our head um, from nowhere. And like you said, from Wayne Dyer, something popped into his head. And and change the game. And now, when I talk about consciousness, I think what I mean is is around our connection to spirit, our connection to the universe, our, our connection to God, if you like, our connection to this universal intelligence, this same intelligence that that makes trees grow leaves and 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 dispense with them and grow some more and and blah blah blah. That. The more connected we are to that, which is when we're not caught up in a pile of our repetitive thinking, that's that's original thought, if you like. I think the Bible talks about original thought, doesn't it? That's that's that new idea that pops along from nowhere. That everything comes from nothing, and and when we hang around in this space of nothingness then new things come up. So in the case of trauma, when our mind's quiet and we can see a new way forward, um, we don't know when, 
Um, but it's that. So how would you, if, if th this primal wound, as I've expand, expounded it to you, um, how would you see that with relation to what you just said? I mean, the, 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 the spiritual and the psychological. How, how would you see primal wound, the primal wound from that context, from a spiritual and a psychological context? Well, I, for me, Simon, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm kind of um, qualifying this by saying that I, it doesn't seem to me I've gone through great trauma, okay? So I'm qualifying it from that. But, but from what I understand of, of human beings, the, the wonderful news is that it's variable, that, that people who go through the same traumatic event have very different experiences of it. And, and the two opposite ends of the pole can be that event is going to define me for the rest of my life as opposed to the opposite side of the pole is I, there's great learnings in that from me that I can take and move my life forward. They're two opposites of the pole and there's, there's no judgment on here as to what which ever side someone is in that pole or wherever they are in the middle of those but those seem to me like the two extremes um and it's we experience it through our thinking i i, I can't see that we can experience it any other way um or through our thinking and our consciousness. Um, it seems to me that we can't experience it when we're asleep. Maybe we can as dreams, I don't know. Um, but, but no one is ever experiencing the same experience 24 seven. Someone who's been deeply traumatized in childhood isn't experiencing that 24 seven. I, I, I've yet to meet a human being that doesn't experience some moments of joy. It may be brief moments of joy. Um, you know, Victor Franklin experienced brief moments of joy. The guys in the Ukraine will experience brief moments of joy, um, maybe when they're hugging their partner or something like that. Um, so I can't, I can't see how it can come from anywhere but within. And, and that's, that's that's wonderful news because there's always scope for us seeing something new, for us finding something new that changes our experience. So we can't change what's happened, but 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 what's happened is brought forward in thought, which you you said earlier. It's brought forward in thought. It's brought forward in memory. Um, so we're not changing the event, but the event doesn't exist. It it, it exists in in thought and memory and that's up for grabs that is completely up for grabs um how we remember that and the meaning that we attach to that that is completely up for grabs the um the metaphor that popped into my head was uh and and it is used a lot but I'm going to use it specifically from the from the from the spiritual and psychological perspective. So some days the cloud, sorry, some some day some days the sky is just black with rain clouds. Okay. That's that's the that's the primal that's the primal wound. That's the psychological trauma. And and then sooner or later there's a little there's a little break in the cloud. And we can see a bit of 
bit of blue sky. And that's the kind of the, the spiritual essence of, of the spiritual essence of, of who we are. And that's, that's where the hope is. Absolutely. The, the hope is, the hope is with the, uh, the hope is in the, in the blue sky. But if all we can see are these black rain clouds, then um, we're not going to believe that there is any hope whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and the next metaphor comes on, and it's, it's one of my favorites and it's on this same thing right so if we, we if we look at our site if we look at our psychology you know, our, our our thoughts and our feelings that's where the whole all the trauma exists it all exists in in, in that um this is a michael neal metaphor so <laughs> listeners we uh peter and i met through a guy called michael neal uh, a mentor. So that's the pile of poop. And in the pile of poop, there is a, a, a diamond. And, and that, that diamond is the essence of who we are. And we're identified as human beings. Most of us, most of the time, are identified with the crappy thoughts and feelings in our head rather than the diamond essence of who we truly are. Yeah. And the thing about diamonds is they're the toughest substance known to, one of the toughest substances on this planet. And you, you can't actually wound a diamond. You can't, you can't scratch it. it. I don't know, you need glass or something? There's, it's almost impossible to, to, and this is this is why that well, this is when the metaphor runs out, right? Because what my take on it is that we we are all fundamentally um, unwoundable because the spirit, the truth of who we are, um, cannot be wounded. It's not a thing that can be wounded. It's not a diamond that can be scratched. Okay, diamonds can be scratched, but that's where the metaphor kind of runs out. Yeah. And look, we're we're all so, I me included, right? We're all so caught up in the, in our thoughts and our feelings, stuck, and we're stuck in our mindset. We're stuck in that syrup that we were talking about earlier on, that concrete, that fast fast uh, fast set of concrete. We're all stuck in that. And we lose sight of the diamond that's hidden within the diamond of who we truly are. So, yeah, perfect, perfect. And, and, and all we need to do, for me, my experience, Simon, is that all I need to do is just get a glimpse that there's a space of no thought. And, and, and I spend short periods of time in that space. And when I do, I just find complete peace. And, and that, it seems to me, is available to everyone. When we can, well, well, I think the starting point is knowing that that space exists. That, that, that seems to me, I, I, I didn't know that space existed a few years ago. Um, and when I know that there is a space that I can go to, whatever's going on in my life, whatever's going on in the world, um, that space is always available. Um, that's yeah. it. So all we're doing, listeners, and me too, right, Peter? I mean, all we're doing is we're pointing you to that space, that that gap in the cloud. And even if there is no gap in the cloud now, It always goes sooner or later. Like even in even in rainy Yorkshire, right? <laughs> even in yeah. rainy Yorkshire, sooner or later there is a gap in the cloud, and the and the and and the 
they call them depressions, don't they? Low, the, if I remember my O-level geography right, they call yeah. a weather front is a depression. Sooner yeah. or later, the depression goes. It's a low pressure. Yeah. And, yeah. And obviously. Absolutely. And I go back to what we spoke, spoke about earlier, Simon, that you can't be present to presence and present to thinking at the same time. And that is exactly why the lady, Edith, I can't remember her name, in the Holocaust, why when she was present to what she needed to do, she was fine. When she wasn't was when she was present to thinking afterwards. And and, and, and that, that's that's it. So, so it's, it, it's quite often not the event that creates that feeling and thought. It's it's after the event um, when we're when we're we're caught up in thinking. So, so so just just carrying on from what we said there around. So 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 therefore it's not about I don't know needing to meditate, needing to get out in the woods or whatever. It, it it's being present to something, and when we're present to something, then we drop out of thinking. Um, it may be dancing or it may be music or it may be um, it may be our family or it may be our children or um, just it may be work. Just being present to something allows us to drop out of our thinking because we can't be in both places at the same time. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful. Do the, the you talked, you've talked about the future and the past. We've talked a lot about the past. The, the, one of the stories that had popped into my head, I was talking to somebody um, who's saying he didn't, it, there was a, an, an aspect of his life that he didn't like. And I said, well, it's, it, 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 you know, it's a bit like flying, isn't it? You know, that somebody's, somebody's scared of flying. They, 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 they're scared about flying before they get on the plane. So it, it ain't the plane. It's the thinking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If you could, I, it's, it's something I've said before, is that if you could fall from 20,000 feet without any thought, you would have a fantastic journey. But of course, your thought would be going to what's going to happen when you hit the floor. Uh, because <laughs> thought creates everything you know with if, if we could go twenty thousand feet without a parachute um we'd have a wonderful journey but the bit we'd be thinking about what happens at the end of it which wouldn't be so nice uh, <laughs> and that's going to spoil it for us um yeah that's, that's exactly the same thing uh, and 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 people do that though skydivers do that because they know they've got their shoot, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But that that space of no thought is the holy grail. Um, and this understanding has helped me so much to see that, to spend much more of my life with a quieter mind. Um, you know, and sometimes in no thought, catching, yeah. sometimes I just can't, oh, I've got nothing on my mind at all. Oh, this is nice. Um, and when we're aware that that space exists. Yeah. It changes again. Beautiful, Peter. So where can people find out more about you? you um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm quite active on Facebook, which is my name, Peter Slay. Um, so I share quite a lot of... Um, my insights as things come to me, I, I, I share it. I, I shared some, something from the, the, the missing link this morning, actually, um, which, which, which hit me. I, I, I had some insight reading that. Um, uh, and um, my website is um, businessandpersonalcoach.co.uk. So we'll put links into the show notes, uh, listeners, so you can check out Peter. And um, the Peter just no checked uh, the uh, well. Didn't, he mentioned this book, Miss, the Missing Link. So, um, so the Missing Link was written by a, a Scottish adoptee. He was indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, 
called uh, called Sydney Banks, and I have the same I have the same initials as Sydney Banks. Isn't that a bit spooky, right? So um, yeah, that, that that's uh, he, he's the yeah he's he's he, unfortunately he's no longer with us. But uh, if you Google Sydney Banks, Sydney with a Y, you find all sorts of great stuff, and uh, including the, the missing link. So. Peter, this has been brilliant, my friend. Thank you. It's, really it's it. been beautiful. A real joy for me as well, Simon. Thank you so much for um, for, for, for allowing us to do this. It's been, yeah. uh, been been wonderful. Thank you for sharing your insights as well. It's been wonderful. Thank you. That's great. Thanks to you listeners for listening and uh, we'll speak to you again very soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.